Scottish Football's League Leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half time across Scotland and beyond, and perhaps the only surprise is that the two goalless games involve Glasgow's big two. No surprise about the way the possession stats are panning out. Everyone's got uh, lots of the ball. If you're a Celtic or a Rangers player But no goals yet Hugh Evans. Well If this goes on much longer At Dingwall Anne should better turn to Anthony Ralston And say Do you think Lightning could strike twice Anthony? Uh, you know What David Friel was telling us at half time In his considered opinion It is wasteful Again On Celtic's part And One of these days Ange is going to have The first ever Ange blast I mean, 82% possession away from home, David, is quite something. Um, but as everyone knows, it's more about what you do with it. Yeah, it's got, I mean, 82%. I think I'm just looking at stats here, it's 14 attempts and goals Celtic have had in that first half. So, yeah, it has been one-way traffic. Joe Hart has hardly had anything to do. As I say, Ross Callaghan put one over the bar from a, a, a long throw. But apart from that, it's just been Celtic, Celtic, Celtic. And... To be fair, they're, they're trying everything, you know, as I said, Jota swapped with Maida at one point, you know, Matt O'Reilly's bombing forward, Kyogo's trying his best to create chances, it, it has been one-way traffic, it has been dominant, it's just that final ball, and as I said, there was just moments in that first half where you could see on the touchline that Ange Postecoglou was just getting a little bit frustrated with, probably Celtic running out of patience slightly with some of the passing, you know, I think he's very particular on how he wants his team to play, and I think he maybe felt that I don't know, some of the passing was maybe in hope rather than expectation around the box. You know, County are hard to break down, they are camped at the edge of the 18 yard box, but Celtic need to find that little bit of extra bit of creativity. You know, Dyson made actually, I've just, I've just seen it again, it was a really good save from Ross Lord just before half time. It was a good chance, but I do wonder, as she was saying, you know, if Celtic don't score early in the second half, I think it's a matter of time before Jack Amakis and Leah Labada are on the pitch. Any signs that a change could happen at the break? It seems as if Dyson Maeda maybe was limping off a bit at the end of the first half, David. Um, are all the subs just out doing their, their usual? Yeah, it looks as if they are all out doing their usual. I can't see Liel Abada right now, so I don't know whether that's a telltale sign or he's maybe just in the changing room. I don't know. Dyson Maeda was limping, but you know he's a hardy, hardy boy. He normally runs these ones off, um, but I'll keep an eye on it. But Liel Abada certainly isn't out on the pitch right now, so he potentially would be going getting changed. I mean, that would be like for like, wouldn't it, David? It's not one that would uh, concern the Celtic fans too much. No, not at all. And, and I know there's a bit of a debate about what wing Jota is better on. I agree with you, Gordon. You know, he's good at the back post, coming in off the right-hand side. You know, he's, he's clipped in a nice few crosses here. Today's the chance it was just deflected wide as well. And I think Maida can be effective on the left. But, you know, if you're putting Jota out in the left and, and, and a bad out in the right, then that certainly wouldn't be a bad swap. I mean, for Park Fraser, is this the time that Stevie Hamill has to make, you know, maybe a big decision, a meaningful change, get Motherwell back in this, and that if he's got any hopes of getting this job? Well, I think I said at the at the half-time report that I thought he might have to turn to his bench, and he's done it immediately. Uh, Joe Offord and Dean Cornelius have come on, and it's Barry Maguire and Josh Morris that have come off a fairly insipid performance by. Um, but by, by mother one in that first half and the game's actually just it was just about to kick off there but it's been stopped because there's been things thrown onto the parks so and toilet rolls and I can't even see this so claret and amber stuff getting thrown to the park for the, the fans on that far side who are uh, who have held up banners that I can't quite read out welcome to Scotland something about stewarding something about policing and something about journalism Hugh we're delighted to hear about so yeah, certainly a protest the, there this will be on the back of the, the game. Uh, 
the incident at St Mirren last week I'm sure you've seen it in the news In fact it was on our news wasn't it About a young Motherwell fan who feels he was uh, Dealt with in a heavy handed fashion So Motherwell fans making their feelings known On that one And already I feel like it's been a very quick afternoon Let's get these second halves up and running Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes With Clyde Built Home Improvements Canvas Lang Showroom now open to the public Big 45 minutes coming up Gordon DL mm. We have been waxing lyrical about the prospect of having both Celtic and Rangers in action At 3 o'clock on a Saturday If one of them doesn't win It will be dramatic If neither of them win It will be Yeah It will be dramatic And certainly surprising Yeah Starting furthest north Obviously with David Freel Up in uh, Dingwall I just feel that Listening to David's report And the stats there Gordon Yeah The manager will be frustrated But what he'll be saying is Look It's a matter of time And I do believe that Celtic will get that opening You just wonder if Kilmarnock were wasting time after 35 minutes at Ibrox. They're 0-0 at half time. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how Rangers approach that. They've got Morelis sitting in the best. I said at the beginning of the show that, um, you know, it's important for Morelis to get game time. I think he's a big player for them. Big player on Tuesday night. Cholak, once again, we don't seem to... He needs that goal. I'm not writing the boy off, mm. not at all. But as a centre forward, you need that goal. And Motherwell, delighted, the caretaker manager who's thriving for a job has decided to make big calls, and that's what you need. You need a bit of character about you if you're going to be a, a mm. manager. Make the big calls. He's done that. Let's see if it pays off. On the broad, broadest sense, Mark, similar story. Rangers, eighty percent possession. Celtic, eighty-two percent possession. Rangers 14 attempts at goal Celtic 14 attempts at goal And I can hear you all None of that matters Whilst the scoreline Stays at zero Maybe for Giovanni Van Bronckhurst A bit frustrating uh, That only Two of them Have found their way Onto target I still think Celtic Are doing much better In that regard But um, Yeah A lot lot to happen In the next 45 Needless to say Both managers will be frustrated That they've not Scored Open the scoring yet But If you go in at half time And you've got those stats Behind you You kind of know It's only a matter of time You know And even if you're the defensive side Kilmarnock and Ross County You're kind of thinking How long can we hold out here Before one just drops In the right position So An awful lot of football Still to be played Celtic have been forced Into that change Hugh uh, Abada's come on And Dyson Maida's gone off well, as Anne said, they're, they're not replacements. They are all part of the squad and they will be called upon at various stages. So, uh, Abada, it's not as if you're bringing on an inferior talent. Uh, but who would have thought that at halftime were in that scenario that allows me to say a draw is a disaster or defeat is a catastrophe? <laughs> uh, they're both sitting on a disaster right now. Um, I can imagine the rumblings at Ibrooks and I can imagine the rumblings in the north as well because I am a believer that so what you've got 82% possession so what Hmm. every dressing room in the land says possession without penetration is nothing yeah I think to be fair there's probably a middle ground though isn't there because it Hmm. it would be an indication like teams just Motherwell are not just going to rock up to Dingwall and have 82% possession you know it's it's sort of an indication of the way things are especially away from home you're right if it doesn't come to anything I think when you pair up with the chances now I get what Hugh's saying if you've got 80% possession and you've got one attempt in goal two attempts in goal then you go well something's clearly wrong if you've Mm. got 14 attempts in goal to go Mm. alongside that 
then you know the goalkeeper's done their job yeah. and the strikers maybe be a wee bit yeah. wasteful but you you've got optimism that's coming a, he makes a good point because Thanks, it's your, every, every once in a while if, if you're Ross County you're thinking look if they dominate the same the second half the same way with the chances Celtic's got to score uh, Sean has tweeted in to say some of these new players are not showing anything yet he's a Rangers fan uh, we are back underway um, a double change for County Owura and Loturi have come on for Peyton and Samuel well another thing that I believe in is that for all the possession you only encourage people to think do you know what <laughs> against the run of play something could happen against a run of play that has been significantly biased in Celtic's favour mm. and the Oura is the very boy so you think the less likely a team looks to score mm. the more likely they become to score in my fatalistic mind yes <laughs> <laughs> that is the <laughs> ultimate Keevanism like in yeah. financial terms <laughs> in financial terms this is tugboats playing luxury yachts and right now the tugboats aren't inferior to the luxury yachts Cancola's now booked as well For Ross County For pulling Kyogo Flynn has come on For Maine For St Mirren I mean If you're Ryan Flynn You try to avoid the manager At half time Mark. He's oh, sitting in that Dressing yeah. room in the corner Thinking that 3-0 down No no thanks Yeah yeah. Mm. It's not going to 10 men on, is it? I mean What do you expect um, A bad time for St Mirren Up there But Jim Goodwin Must be delighted Here Dave Galloway Sounds delighted as well Needed a big performance And a result today And they've got it Well that's what you have to do After last week Hugh Because yeah. All this stuff about You know Being quite content With how you Equip yourselves At Celtic Park And being organised That really counts for nothing If you don't go and then Win your home games Against St Mirren Oh we've got a goal In Dingwall Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements And it's a goal for Celtic <laughs> Ross County nil Celtic 1 Kyogo just a few minutes after the break He had just been pulled back Cancola had been booked Kyogo picks himself up Dusts himself down And puts Celtic in front We did say at the break It looked like it was coming So much possession Attempts at goal It was a brilliant from Jota He takes a McGregor pass Dances into the box And he just cuts it back for Kyogo To provide the low Finish. He was, the, he was the oh, with he, ease. he was the he was the talisman <laughs> at the start of last season, and he's uh, trying to do it again. Kyogo uh, with a low finish. Celtic lead by a goal to nil. And in our weird and wonderful world, Hugh, even although it's the sixth of August, it now becomes over to you, Rangers. Exactly. And uh, you know, Kyogo had done nothing for a game and a half, and Ange must have said to him at half time. Mm. Uh, any chance of you coming uh, any chance of you coming to life <laughs> 82% ain't good enough for Mr Keevans so go and make sure that ah, all I said was possession without penetration means nothing but and Mark, now, now they have penetrated you, Mark makes a great point see if you're the opposition you are sitting in the dress room thinking if they come out with the same attitude and the same domination they're eventually going to they're going to wear us down we're, they're going to score I thought but it's that down to eighty one percent possession. By the way, well, the standards the, the, are slipping. The, so. Yeah, the standards went down, but that's a goal that they probably listened to a report from David Friel that they deserve. And Kyle goes off and running. We didn't even get the chance to do this, Hugh, oh. at the start of the second half. It's been so busy. The second half teaser with the Scottish slash football for the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Libor Sionko, Russell Latipi and Thomas Hilveg 
I've been managed by Alec McLeish and Bruce Rioch. I've won the Scottish top flight and the Scottish Cup, but I'm not Scottish. I won the domestic cup in my homeland twice with two different teams. Who am I? Good so, question. Played alongside Lee Borsionko, Russell Latapy and Thomas Helbeg. Managed by Alec McLeish and Bruce Rioch. Won the Scottish top flight and the Scottish Cup, but I'm not Scottish. I won the domestic cup in my homeland twice with two different teams. Who am I? At Clyde SSB. Head over there, check out the question and send it in to us. Send your answer over there at Clyde SSB on Twitter. It is a race, mm. so be quick. O'Reilly's missed a bit of a sitter, you have to say. A badder picked him out, but he heads it straight at Laidlaw. He's had a few chances. And Motherwell, much brighter after the break. Kevin Van Veen. Uh, it looked like he oh, sorry, he played Joe Efford in on goal. Uh, but a tremendous sliding recovery from Alex Mitchell just nips the ball off the toes of the attacker and it stays 1-0 to St. Johnson. Yeah, that'll be encouraging. Uh, Stevie Hamill obviously making those big decisions at half-time, Gordon, uh, deciding to make the substitution rather than wait for the can I get a reaction at half-time. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. And there's your response. It's Rangers 1, Kilmarnock 0, and it's Cholak with a low finish past Sam Walker. We said Rangers needed a goal. We said he possibly needed yeah. a goal. And both have happened just into the second half then. Low finish, Sam Walker couldn't keep it out. And Rangers and Celtic both now lead by a goal to nil. When you're at the game, one fan turns to the other fan and says, they've scored. And that goes all around the ground very, very quickly. And if Cholak had asked for the best possible moment to score his first league goal, this was it. He's now gone from zero to hero. Yeah, he certainly needed it, and so did Rangers. But a good response from Celtic and Rangers after half-time. Said it, if you've got that much possession, you're creating chances. You've got to believe when you go out in that second half, it's going to follow the same pattern. It's just about putting the ball yeah. away. And it just shows the, 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 the challenge of our so-called smaller teams trying to go there. Kelly actually had a bright moment just before it. Fraser Murray put the ball across. Rory McKenzie uh, coming close. And you know, well, certainly a, a moment of encouragement. Whether it was overly close or not, it's a different matter. Um, but then Rangers go and score. So it's Antonio Cholak with the goal. And they lead. Well, there's no point wasting time now because the game's gone. But um, I think that's a big goal for a lad. He has come in for a bit of criticism. We are very quick to judge in this country, especially when you're with a big two. Um, you don't get a lot of time to settle in. And it was goals. As a centre forward, you need that goal. You look at Kyogo this afternoon, off and running again. You'll probably see him, you know, starting to put the ball in the back of night on a regular basis. That's a big goal for a boy. He certainly needed it, especially at home. Big crowd at a, at a good time for Rangers because if the game had went on another 20 minutes and come out wasting time, there would be a bit of frustration at Ibrox. But uh, that's teased everything for him. I'd see Rangers going on to win that quite comfortably, as I do with Celtic. Uh, my ears are all about for part just now, Gordon. I'm just interesting. Well, <laughs> can't, I can't watch it. I've got to listen. So my ears are all about for part to see if Motherwell can get back into this game against St. Johnson. Uh, no sign of it yet. You would have to say Sterling Albion have pulled one back against Elgin City. Robert Thompson on 55 minutes. Forfar have gone in front against Renrar thanks to Craig Slater. Uh, any other goals in Scotland? Not yet at the moment. A Scottish... Former Scotland international Chris Martin has scored for Bristol City 
Against Sunderland But that's as close as we've got At the moment Penalty St Mirren Ooh. Ten man St Mirren Maybe it's Ryan Flynn Who's on at the break As we mentioned uh, Big claims from, from Rangers For a handball um, But Kevin Clancy says no To that one So no penalty On this occasion But St Mirren with a chance Down to ten men And three nil down So fair play to them For still working their way Forward and, and getting opportunities Can they Convert the penalty Ayunga steps up Goal flashes With Clyde built Home improvements oh, There we are You never know Unlikely But Aberdeen 3 St Mirren 1 Hugh Keevans Well uh, It smacks of Consolation for me um, But Jim Goodwin will be Insisting that his players Pick it up now uh, He doesn't want to turn the the wild optimism of the first half Three goals ahead Into anything less than Optimism in the second half So Aberdeen would just need to go again It's only good for those who've got them on the coupon It's both teams to score And result That's about it for St Mirren That's all he I'm thinks about uh, That's incredible The most selfish guy in the world there Please gamble responsibly St Mirren fans are out there full uh, of hope Listen Do you really us. think Oh. They think they've got a chance of getting back in it yeah, no, no chance That will end up 5-1 Jota's terrorising Ross County It's another run and cross But it is cleared in the end Double change for Thistle As they look to get back in Brownlee and Tiffany For Bannigan and Lawless Nearly 3,000 at Firhill today That yeah. doesn't include the Street Theatre Company I don't think No though. It's very Firhill that isn't it well, you've got to play up to your stereotypes, don't <laughs> yeah, you? We're, we're Speaking guys. of which, yeah, I tell you this. Yeah, on the way in, right? We had a bit of extra time. Uh, we had a bit of extra time this afternoon, Mark, yeah. and we're looking for some eating options. Now, this guy would just probably no, no, he would happily just go for a sandwich and corned beef. You know, like I'm trying. I was trying to go for something a bit more adventurous along Showhead so I took him to one of these fancy sandwich shops in the West End Mm. you should have seen him it was like I'd taken him to Mars he was looking at some of the ingredients (laughs) on the menu as if don't know what that is don't know what that is don't know what that is so of course I just had to get two of what I was having and then then he would have one and we sat outside and the sun was shining and he genuinely sitting wide eyed open mouthed I mean we're talking like three miles outside the city centre here and he's looking around he's looking at Guys walking with sort of baggy trousers and man bags, and he just, you know, the sort of the, the was it, scene. it was a very, it was like taking, it was, yeah, it was like it was taking a, a truly sheltered individual out of his uh, comfort and zone. And then for we the decided to go for a walk for an ice cream. We should have seen him, he was just looking around, just in awe. <sighs> Where did, did you go for an ice cream? We didn't get it. He wanted an ice cream. We did not get an ice cream. Okay. <laughs> You're a kid. It's weird. The age gap. It should be the other way. Be about. honest. Why did you not get it? Because uh, he didn't behave. Oh, I was. I, I was <laughs> too dear. I'm going to be quite honest with you. Right. I, I, you I, was, I, was, I was. Anyway. My, I was my turn. I looked at the size of the tubs. Oh, my God, Hugh. Nowadays, <laughs> ridiculous, my friend. See, I'm just laughing at all you guys finding the West End so funny and it's. Uh, Hold on, not all. There's only no, one no, of us. No, no, no. Yeah, Don't we, lump we, us in. We have in our, I, I, I was, cultured. I was born across the road from Byers Road. That's just my. Ah, was di- I, different, my home. was different, different times, in those days. Though. Believe me, you didn't have a toilet in those days, did you? You threw it at the, the window. No, no. Hold on. We've got a goal in Dingwall. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. And it's an equaliser for Ross County. Hello. Kyogo had put Celtic in front, but 
out of nowhere Ross County are level I don't think we've really heard anything involving Joe Hart But it's a corner Biakovite heads at home And it's game on in Dingwall Ross County 1, Celtic 1 I told you Ange will now turn to Anton Rawson and say Any chance of making lightning strike twice here? They've been wasteful And they got a goal in front And they did not make it count And now they've paid the penalty That's the problem You know, you're so dominant in the game Chance after chance And you can't make it Kind of get the second goal You can see the set piece And anything can happen At that Yeah, got up high The header sort of crept past Joe Hart That won't bother him Or uh, His manager Malky Mackay Gordon That's A great shot in the arm If you're Ross County You have been so up against it And your level on the hour mark Oh I've got to be honest Gordon I never thought for one minute We'd be discussing that I thought it'd be a case of How many Celtic were going to score this afternoon But all credit to Ross County Uh, They could easily fold it You know they held on Celtic had all that possession Chances The first half Took the lead early second half You're thinking Okay it's going to be Celtic's day They're just going to go in here And be comfortable with three points I said to you Yeah, all any, credit to you Any time now There's going to be an Ange blast For the first time since he got here from Japan And he wasn't happy with last week He'll be even more unhappy with this And does that reverberate around Ibrox already? Oh, yeah. e- even on the 6th of August? Yeah, yeah. I, you better believe it uh, So it's not They've scored It's they've equalised And it's a whole different ball game now Remember Draw is a disaster <laughs> uh, Sterling Albion have equalised Aaron Dunsmore 2-0 down They're now level at home to Ilgin City If the English Premier League is your bag Tottenham 3 Southampton 1 Liam Polworth has come on for Liam Donnelly For Kelly as they look to get themselves back into it So one former Motherwell man replaces another uh, But still Rangers who lead by that goal to nil You think Celtic would bring on Anthony Robson? No, I mean they've got other options on the bench. Marcus and people. Listen, I don't think they'll panic. Um, You you can't. As much as Celtic, you've said eighty odd percent possession first half, second half to get the goal. Somewhere along the line, you'll find that the opposition have got to come into the game Mm. and create an odd chance. You you can't force it, can you? Because it's not like we're talking about Celtic who've not created chances. No. what, What more do you? Just yeah, you do, really. if you're Ange Postecoglou, I think you just keep going the way you've been going because you're going to create other chances. Jota's just curled one wide, incidentally, from the angle of the box. It looks like Barisic, Matondo, and Alfredo Morelos mm. all coming on for Rangers. So that would fit perfectly into the predicted game plan. Get 30 minutes today and look to midweek. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's important to get them. Um, you know, back to fitness as quick as possible, Gordon. I said at the start of the show, I think what it does is Cholak scoring this afternoon. It might just give Van Bronckhorst a little thinking, a bit of thinking to do for Tuesday, because, you know, he'll, he'll look at the confidence that will give the boy, especially at Ibrox, front of a packed house, off and running, gets his first goal. That weight's lifted off you. You've no idea. I, I, I was a centre forward in the years gone by, and every club I went to, the first thing I always thought, get my first goal. I was very fortunate it was the first game. But I just think. Have you ever, ever described as a waste of space like Cholak oh, was? Many times. Oh, I, 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 I honestly. <laughs> in football, I, in terms, I, I mean. All oh, right. Oh, 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 hundreds of times. Honestly, I've been booed everywhere I've gone. This SPFL lark's easy. Pony Rig Rose are three up at East Fife. Kevin Smith. Uh, Hugh, remind us of your teaser, please. Yes, I have played alongside Libor Sionko. 
Russell Latapy and Thomas Helveg. I've been managed by Alec McLeish and Bruce Reich. I've won the Scottish Top Flight and the Scottish Cup, but I'm not Scottish. I won the Domestic Cup in my homeland twice with two different teams. Who am I? Come on, get your guesses in at Clyde SSB. You can also read the question there if you need to see it again. We've got some interesting ones. Jake Morris says Demarcus Beasley. Nope. Nicky Shannon says Shota Avaladze. No. And Chris Smith has gone for Carl Svensson. I wouldn't if I were you, Chris. Okay, keep guessing then at Clyde SSB. You can see the question written down there as well. Still nothing doing for Motherwell fans, I'm afraid. Goal down at home to St Johnston. Uh, Partick Thistle still a goal down at home to Hamilton, but pushing hard now for that equaliser. Mm. Aberdeen relatively comfortable, 3 1 up at home to St Mirren. And the big news really is from Dingwall It's Ross County 1, Celtic 1 Whilst Rangers lead Kilmarnock by a goal to nil They're about to bring on Alfredo Morelos The full stadium is singing his name Well they would uh, Because they see him as a good luck charm And uh, of course The man who is the top goal scorer in Rangers European history uh, Would be very welcome on Tuesday against the USG As Rangers have to retrieve a two goal deficit So the question is after five months out How's he looking And what's he got in the tank Cameron Carter Vickers Has tried his luck from range Which you don't see too often no. um, Suggest He's a wee bit desperate but you, you don't want to start that Shooting Centre half Shooting from range Yilmaz, Just keep doing what you're doing Wright And Cholak All off So A triple Substitution for Rangers uh, You know Yilmaz mm. First league start Gordon him being withdrawn with 30 minutes to go for Borna Barisic does that tell you that, that that's not a foregone conclusion it's not like Yilmaz is now just in as no, I think, as I think, number one I in th- that area I think you still need to overtake Barisic I know that it probably split 50-50 with Rangers supporters I know that Mark's an expert in that position yep. uh, so I'll probably listen to him and take his advice but for me I still I still like Barisic uh, Yilmaz is new at the club I think he's got to wait for his opportunity He got a chance today But the fact that he's brought Barisic on And given him 30 minutes today Suggests And I will mm. be in the studio And I'm one of these guys I don't I don't shy away from responsibility right, okay. and predic- predictions I will say that Barisic will play on Tuesday night Alloa 2, Kelty Hearts 0 Bradley Rodden Motherwell playing better But still struggling to create any chances Jens has fouled he will out on the edge of the box Ooh. I'm going to get a Ross free kick It's about 19 yards out Just outside the box Is it too close? Or can Ross County really shake things up In the Highlands? They already have to a point with that equaliser But my goodness, can you imagine? Um, bang up against it for the vast majority of this game Back to the wall Got a free kick to try and take the lead uh, Against Celtic Robertson for Kennedy uh, At Pataudry is a Woura to take the free kick Joe Hart makes the save just Well Celtic just need to be careful I know they're going for a winner And rightly so And they'd be favourites But you just leave yourself Too spare at the back And you could get caught And you're down the road with no points So Critical period This next 10 minutes for Celtic Yeah he sort of went for power um, Joe Hart was then able to Take it but only at the second attempt And it's still one all How long do you give George's Jackimakis today I, I don't understand why he's not there uh, By this time Because it's clearly not happening for Celtic in front of goal uh, And at the moment A draw looks the likeliest result I, I can Hugh Because if you look at the forward line 
you would need to take the goal scorer off to be a straight replacement. I, I wouldn't take Kyogo off. Um, unless he puts him to the left hand side, and I don't think, sorry, the right. Uh, the yeah, you're not taking side, a bad off. You're not taking yeah. a bad off. So if you're going to make that substitution, you've got to take the lad off that scores a goal or take Jot off, and then you stick Kyogo to the wide area, which I don't think is effective. Um, so I can understand why he's not made the substitution yet, but he may make it, um, you know, in the next five, ten minutes. But it's who you replace him with. How pleased will the Rangers fans be? That's an understatement to oh. see Alfredo Morelos. Good of course, day for them. I, I, I think if he comes off injury free at the end of the day, he will play. I know you're saying Cholak and that weight off his shoulders, but it's too important a game. And you know what you're getting from Morelos. You says he's a lucky charm. He's obviously much more than that. He's a reliable goal scorer in the big occasions in European football. You have got to play him. He's a reliable lucky charm. Then. A reliable lucky charm. Yeah. Okay. Who scores goals? Um. Big games tomorrow as well. We shouldn't forget. Mm. You look at the Edinburgh derby, second week of the season. That's going to be a fantastic fixture. Dundee United against Livy, following their exploits in Europe. I wonder. And I don't know how you measure these things I've just made this up as a contest uh-huh. Will there be any signing in Scotland this year That would receive such a positive reaction As the one that Martin Boyles will receive amongst the Hibs fans? Well, uh, the Hibby and the family texted me this morning uh, So excited was he at uh, the return of Martin Boyle However, I think it'll be a while before you see him Because he's clearly off the pace where fitness is concerned uh, But... He's very welcome back at Easter Road. I think it will come uh, to fruition later in the season when he proves his worth. But I think tomorrow I would fancy Hart strongly. Uh, Gordon, they're absolutely mm. delighted to have him back. And that's, again, probably another understatement. Yeah, I thought he was such a big player for him, uh, Gordon. Him and uh, Nisbet up front, I thought were a good partnership. I thought they worked defences very well. Always a threat, get the goals. Terrific pace, pace in the games, everything. Especially if you're a front guy, you terrify defenders nowadays. Yes, he left Hibs, but I agree with you. I think the Hibs fans will be absolutely delighted with that signing. You've got to feel sorry for Sean Mahoney in that circumstance. Yeah. That yeah. you know he comes in, one of the first things he has to deal with is losing him. Uh, and then you know Nisbet's out as well and then all of a sudden he's back he's a terrific player I think a player that's got better and better over the years he understands the right things to do in the final third and he'll certainly help Lee Johnson's side and saying Lee Johnson did you read his bit uh, today in the newspaper comparing himself to Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting because he he, everything's about stats and figures and he, he finds himself a bit of a weirdo in that respect let me tell you I read that and I thought Roger Hanna and David Friel are cutting that out and they're putting it in a notebook. And when he gets the sack, <laughs> they, they will be. Is that what you guys do? Oh, yeah. You I, wonder, I wonder where all my stories came from. <laughs> Morelos has dragged a shot wide from the edge of the box. Celtic had a free kick out wide. Jota went down. Randall injured himself in the process of fouling. And uh, Callum Johnson has come on for Ross County. It's still not been taken, actually. And Roger Hanna never let it be said he's not easily amused. Jean Pierre Tihi, who he says the best name in Scottish football, has come on for his Aki's debut. Well, only the Aki's. Um, so Tihi, that'll be a laugh. Roger Hanna will have some fun in the newspaper tomorrow, I'm sure. That's good. To if you. that, that uh, is good. 
If that substitution comes to anything in particular mm. Delighted for the Aki's John Rankin He's been a coach Ex-teammate of mine's But a coach that's been Doing his apprenticeship for a number of years And probably could have taken Jobs sooner And he thought about a couple Before he's went to Hamilton So delighted that he started the season brightly Yeah, good boy. got a touchline ban today? Yep So yeah, not brightly somewhere. Angry but Still Brightly but angry Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a, a, a hero at Tanadays. I heard the fans sing his name on oh, Thursday night. Magnificent. Did you hear Big that? Big Callum loves him. Yeah. 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 Magnificent servant. Uh, check in on the teaser, Hugh, while there is a bit of a lull. I have played alongside Libor Sionko, Russell Latapi, and Thomas Helbeg. I've been managed by Alec McLeish and Bruce Reich. I've won the Scottish Top Flight and the Scottish Cup, but I'm not Scottish. I won the Domestic Cup in my homeland twice with two different teams. Who am I? That free kick was cleared by the way that Celtic had Okay let's look at some other uh, Answers that are coming in Some interesting ones I must say uh, 32 says Is it Jesper Christensen? No um, Barrington says Is it Thomas Buffel? No uh, Derek Laurie also said Thomas Buffel. Okay maybe you're Kind of on the right lines But get your answers in at Clyde SSB Great Afternoon for Dunfermline yeah. FC Edinburgh nil Dunfermline mm. 3 Chris Mockery On 72 minutes there yep. well, Like I said You have to fancy them To To do well in that league It's been a Poor couple of years Stephen Mill Big Dunfermline fan All you hear is him Complaining year after year This might be the one year He celebrates something Danny Mullen on for Kyle Turner For the Jags Partick Still very keen to see that Own goal from Jack <laughs> McMillan yeah. I yeah. must admit Very keen indeed I mean, imagine, imagine when you're. I can only imagine him facing the other way and the, the ball coming off the back of his head. Imagine the anger when you get up, you shake off, and you realise that you're one 0 down. Oh yeah, but you've scored, so you'd feel good about yourself. Jakimakis has come on for Four. David Turnbull, so Celtic so two really, up top. Uh, going for it in that regard, and I, I think it's a right call because two up, yeah. You know, if you have got that much possession, and uh, I take it it's still that much possession, we've not heard anything else, then you're obviously going to be in the final third a lot more. Where do you need the bodies in the box, not controlling the ball or having bodies behind the ball? So, Jacques and Kyogo, right call for me. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. I like the fact that the manager's mixed up a little bit. You know, it's usually like for like, you know, whether it's a winger. You know, Abada for Maeda, a Forest or for Jota, you know, Kyogo, Jack Marcus. But I said earlier it would have been very difficult to take one of the front three off, especially when you've had the possession you've had. Uh, so he's went with the two up top. Uh, doesn't do it a lot, and uh, it'll be interesting to see if it pays off. I wonder if it's something that they've ever worked in in pre season. I know he very rarely changes his shape, but he's got two out and out goal scorers there. Very lucky. I wonder if they've ever worked in, you know, we'll just go two up top, just a basic four midfield. I don't think there's yeah. any doubt they would have worked. Oh, you in think so? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you do. And you just think it's a perfect match. Jack and Marcus, the big target man, Kyogo, always on the move. And when you're doing sort of a shooting drills as well, Mark, you would probably work with a twin striker and movement, getting the ball wide. So 
Look, they're two experienced guys. They're not young players that are learning the game. They should know the runs. They should know the movement. So mm. it's a double threat through the middle like for Ross, uh, against Ross County. You would expect Rangers to be looking for a second, Hugh. In fact, yeah. Morelos almost getting a shot away. Good last-ditch challenge from Joe Wright. You know, we Although spoke about it, it being at home. Like, I, I'm sure they will take it. If Celtic draw oh, yeah, points, yeah. you know they'll absolutely take it. But you would be looking for a more convincing scoreline, I'm sure. It's not convincing, but there'll be usual moans about time wasting, this, that, the other. Um, but they will not care. If they're two points in front of Celtic after two games, the, the gloating between five o'clock and six o'clock tonight will be unmissable. And maybe we will get a second goal soon just to put a bit of daylight between Rangers and Kilmarnock. Can Celtic find... Uh, a goal to put them back in front because it's level uh, Jackie Makis a header wide got it all wrong there that's nowhere near the target uh, and he's got that one all wrong Morton 1 Cove Rangers nil. Jai Katongo uh, for the Greenock side at home I think that's a surprising one I don't know why I, I still expect Cove just to keep steam I think uh, because we've had two seasons of a, I know they're going to find it more difficult this season a good result that that's would a, be Jai Katongo I mean he's yeah, he's, he's been a big guy yeah he was he, he was very well thought he, um, yeah. I think he got a bad injury Mark I think the that's injury. What, yeah I think that's what sort of a stop to lad but he's certainly a terrific talent I, I think Cove this season it will be the championships are difficult yeah. There's a, you look at Broth last year brilliant you've got teams in there like Partick Inverness Queen's Park Dundee for instance you know teams that are looking to come back up so I think that's got to be a, a, a difficult season for Cove but I think they'll do okay If Rangers are looking for that second it's not often a bad idea to turn to Scott Arfield he's come on for Malik Tillman uh, Danny Armstrong on for Kyle Lafferty for Kilmarnock we're at that stage the changes are starting to happen Ali Crawford uh, local to Motherwell he's come on against them for Jamie mm. Murphy the goal scorer Scotland international Jacob Brown has scored Stoke 2 Blackpool 0 are you talking to Ali Crawford after no. he embarrassed you in a golf no, competition no. a couple he, he didn't embarrass me he mm-hmm. didn't embarrass me he played well he got a few lucky uh, in fact it was my partner that let me down <laughs> Uh, he's the what, worst teammate of all time yeah, isn't a, 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 a very good player I've got to say I would have hated playing with you no you wouldn't have I mean, just, just yeah. put the ball in the box I'll get you your bonus that's uh, why you I just blamed just as blame culture no, no, I, I just, I just, or, um, I speak honestly. My partner let me down on the day, but uh, good to Ali Crawford, very talented boy. Eye uh, to ball contact. I'll tell you what, the. <laughs> We're all good at these sports. The um, the response to, to the picture of you in your retro Ranger strip's been quite something. So you were down the back of the wardrobe, you were yeah. looking for a magazine to read, you found your old Rangers top, you brought it in in a bin bag, it was all very yeah. mysterious. You put it on on the show on Thursday and we took a picture. I've seen lots of compliments. Negative stuff as well? No, not at all. Well, obviously. Um, But I'm trying to focus on the positives, about the way you're looking, the way you're ageing. I've had offers uh, from people wanting to buy the strip. It's for sale. So um, it's been been quite the reaction, I have to say. Look, the, the way I look at it, jerseys and trophies, they only gather dust. Memories last forever, Gordon. That's the way I look at it. I, I listened to him during the week when he had all of his quotes. He's laughing. And I, I thought to He's myself, high five. And I've just done that. Why does high five? He's, He's, a, He's a walking hallmark card. Uh, anyway, Stevie Hamill, right off the top. <laughs>
He's prob- this has probably happened to him a few times in his career But entirely different circumstances He's been booked by Willie Collum oh. Stevie Hamill oh. Well the, the tension is mounting for him then uh, And rightly so because it, it would be a setback for Stevie Hamill uh, To lose at home to St Johnston uh, But I'm getting the feeling of uh, a day of setbacks I think Ross County and Celtic will end a draw A quiet man as well, is he? Stevie Hamill You know, it just shows you the, the stresses of being on the touchline And he understands what it means to the Wonderwell fans losing at home So I think he understands what it means to himself personally as well, uh, Mark Because I, yeah. I think desperately he would love the job, right? And I don't, blame, I don't blame the lad one minute I don't, I, look, I, I, He's just doing what everybody else would do But... I think if he loses today to St Johnston, um, I don't think he's in the running at all. And that's where I think it's unfair on the boy. I think that Alan Burrows and the Motherwell board should know exactly his strengths and everything about him and say, yeah, he's the kind of guy that we are going to look at to take the club forward, not base it on results. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Partick Thistle on level It's Partick Thistle 1 Hamilton Aki's 1 It was a terrific finish The Aki's defence May have been sleeping But Brian Graham Near post finish Fitzpatrick with the cross And we did say It was coming And it has indeed So Partick Thistle Are level Well he's a stalwart For Partick Thistle Brian Graham uh, So Ian McCall Now be looking to see If they can press home That advantage Ange Postacoglu mm. Waiting to see If his team Will ever Break down this Ross County door And uh, apparently he doesn't like it When you mention on this show That he looks like Woody From Toy Story <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, he? Don't, don't mention it You played with him Martin Aye Brian's a great lad but the, worry, you, the, the worry for Celtic now Hugh Would be they're now not actually Creating as much you yeah. know, All day they've been Creating chances and loads of the ball But now when they really need the goal They're, they're not creating as much anymore no, they've, um, they've lost their way And it will finish a draw Quite, <laughs> quite often happens <laughs> that though okay. As, as okay. the game wears on you know the defensive side then makes things very difficult, difficult gets yeah. compact because they then realise the finish line is in sight and that point is there for them where earlier on in the game if you're the home side you still have ambitions of going forward so it becomes difficult as time wears on it's, uh, it, it really would be bad for Celtic uh, you know, I, I, I don't coin the phrase for no good reason if you're that tight with Rangers and we've all had our guess at who will win the league and we've more or less come down 50-50 in Celtic's favour or Rangers' favour, uh, I draw it as a disaster and they're on their way to disaster. I mean, the thing is, I love the, I love the statement and I get what, what Hugh means in, in terms of the drama, uh, Mark, but for Ange Postacoglu, you started the season worse than this last yeah. year and won the league. So he's, I don't think he'll be feeling disastrous on the 6th of August if it yeah. ends this way. No, that's where I, I slightly disagree with you. I, I get what he's saying in the context. If you're at Celtic, you're always expected to win. You go into every game thinking you'll win and you get a draw, you'll be flat, of course. But I don't think anyone will be looking at it thinking, oh my goodness, what, what have we done here? This may cost us at the tail end of the season. I just kind of geez you up for the next game. You know what? It zones them in. Saying that, look, there can't be too many of these. Both teams will drop points all throughout the season. It's just how you minimise that. And of course, it's disappointing, but no disaster for but me. But you just all yet. told me the 82% possession mm. meant that, of course, a goal would come. Yeah. And it did. It did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now, so, a second goal. 
But what's that? Well, it's not eighty-two possession now. The possessions dropped. Did you not hear it when we told you that? Well, yeah. Robbie Mann's come on. Young forwards made his debut for Motherwell. Connor Shield's gone off. That's one thing. Um, Obviously, Stevie Hamill very much in tune with what's happening in the academy, given a couple of debuts. Kilmarnock with a bit of pressure now. Alan Power shot deflected over. Danny Armstrong's had one blocked. I'm sure that would be a nervier finish than Rangers fans anticipated. But as things stand, Hugh's quite rightly pointing out it would be a good day for them in terms of the league table if nothing changes. Bizawin's header from a tight angle is cleared for a corner. But Aberdeen are quite comfortable now, you'd have to say. St Mirren down to 10 men for a while and the scoreline stays 3-1. Um, give us a five-minute warning on the teaser, Hugh. Just read the question. I won't bother with any wrong answers right now. I've played alongside Lee Borsionko, Russell Latipi and Thomas Helbeg. I've been managed by Alex McLeish and Bruce Rioch. I've won the Scottish top flight and the Scottish Cup, but I'm not Scottish. I won the domestic cup in my homeland twice with two different teams. Who am I? Quick, at Clyde SSB, you're running out of time. Uh, County have got a free kick on the left side of the box. Jordan White's come on. Now, he scored the goal ended mm-hmm. Neil Lennon's time, Correct, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, and he also just seems to score for fun against... Rangers Scored yeah. last week against Hearts He pretty Come much on. only scored against Rangers last season um, mm. But a chance to do it against Celtic again this afternoon Perhaps Airdrie 3, Falkirk 0 yeah. Gabriel McGill with the goal Last start for Reese McCabe 29, is he still 29? Mm. No, he's now Oh has he? Aye. Oh he's an elder statesman now then isn't he? What? They gave me last week didn't they? Were you broth? Am I correct there Joe? Uh, no that was a cup tie That was a cup tie? Yeah Did they give me? Try and tune in that was the, no, the, I think the one last week That was the day he did the newspaper story Saying that it's a young man's game now The age of the dinosaur has gone And then lost 3-0 to a 6-9 year old man There you go <laughs> Yeah How would they have lost our broth in the league last week When they don't play in the same league? No, they won last week, that's They won no, So that'll didn't. be 6 6 yeah. points out of 6 No, I didn't They beat Peterhead last week yeah, Come beat on Peterhead. Come The on. week before I'm Listen, I even knew that And I wasn't oh, even here Oh, we've got a big old goal in Dingwall Goal flashes with Clydebilt Home Improvements. There's a goal for Moritz Jens on his league Oof. debut. How is that as a way to introduce yourselves to the Celtic fans? It's Ross County 1 and it's Celtic 2. It was Jota, the provider, Jens, the unlikely finisher, and the three points might just be coming back down the road with Celtic. What a time to get your first goal. On your first start I mean I said that I said that Welsh would be unlucky Unless Jens does something extraordinary Welsh would find himself back in the team next week But he's done something extraordinary He's Nick Celtic What looks like the winner Still fancy draw here Told you we'd draw (laughs) (laughs) Still might be Still might be You never know Absolutely no chance But Hugh you are in the You're in the the storylines business And That Moritz Jens becomes the story Oh absolutely uh, And you know uh, He's the least likely goal scorer uh, Of the day uh, It's astonishing the way Celtic go on at Jack McMillan's the least likely goal scorer yeah. of the day well, well, yeah. I, I take your point In, um, in the and Premiership so Quickly Moy has come on for Kyogo Ah um, well that's Ange's way of saying Right we've finally got a breakthrough Hold on to it now Um Confused noises from the Ibrook stands apparently as Conor Goldson is announced as the man of the match. Oh, no. <laughs> there is nothing worse if you're a on defender. the pitch. And Do you someone, hear it? I was uh, gonna ask you'll never have had well, that. No, once or twice. Once or twice and you hear the crowd. Oh, who oh, who, who chooses oh, really? the man of the match? Usually the sponsors, sponsors. Yeah, for, but, a, for a game like that. The but, TV um, 
a few different things yeah. obviously when it's in TV the TV company will do that one but yeah in, in the stadium it's the sponsor depends how the hospitality's been for the sponsor yeah. sometimes I think, yeah. I think the biggest problem is they're at home against Kilmarnock and I was expecting to win very you don't want your centre back exactly. to be the man I think if yeah. that is the point we're the, trying to make here. if there was a, an obvious man of the match but he was a dull person you don't I, want to meet him the sponsor doesn't want yeah, to yeah that's it <laughs> just scrub him and pick somebody the, the Falkirk years are fascinating 4-0 down now at Airdrie Incredible Salim Kudir Isa um, They've tried a lot of managers What a, what a size of club to be in that And do you know what See when you look through their Their squad Again Gordon That shows you that why football is not played on paper But just The, the personnel is It's all recognisable names in League One You look at guys that have played in the top flight Cole Donaldson Brad Mackay Sean Mackey Stephen McGinn Friend of the show mm-hmm. um, Aidan Nisbet yep. um, or, You know if it's not Premiership players Top end championship Or good championship Gary Oliver uh, Juan Allegri is there on loan From Rangers It just And the surprising constant. thing as well Gordon is They've had good managers um, And they've got a good manager John McGlynn is a very well respected manager Around those divisions Knows the game inside out um, I thought he was terrific at Wraith But he decided to go with Falkirk And it's just a poison mm. challenge just now Falkirk I don't know what it is about it Six minutes stoppage time at Fir Park It does include that time for the fans Protest uh, earlier on So And you just I mean I wonder if the, t- the Motherwell fans protest Get a bit of time added on And then score a goal That would be the plan wouldn't it? Yeah With Clyde Built Home Improvements and they have oh! Motherwell on level Motherwell 1 St Johnston 1 Into that 6 minutes added on And the Steel Men are level Will that be enough for Stevie Hamill? Well, that's a question for a different day But it looks like they've rescued a point Albeit still quite a few minutes of that additional time to go The Motherwell fans may have been protesting earlier on But they are celebrating Now it actually looked a bit like an own goal A bit of confusion not entirely sure who took that final touch at the moment. Um, I don't think the Motherwell fans will be caring. No, I, no. I said that uh, my predictions, and I know Matt looked at me strangely. I thought it'd be a draw, Gordon. Um, but I'll be interesting to see what. St- I, listen, he's made changes. I don't know. Maybe we'll hear from Fraser. Were the changes that made the, the difference? Mm. Well, I think you know Stephen O'Donnell flicked a corner on. It kind of ricocheted around a few bodies and yeah, ended up in the back of the net. Doesn't matter. It's, uh, it's four out of six for him. Um, is it enough for him to be considered for a job? I keep saying. Goal, Ibrooks. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Can you hear that sigh of relief? That's the Rangers fans Because it might have looked like a, a narrow finish But not when Alfredo Morelos mm. is in town Hugh Evans. I said you were in the business of storylines yep. Well how's that First game in five months He's bleached the hair The Rangers fans are delighted to see him back And it was a good run from Matondo To set him up And he taps in at the back post Doing what Morelos does And I think that makes him a starter Against USG on Tuesday night uh, He was there today for the purpose of getting himself ready for the Champions League qualifier. Rangers cannot afford to go out of the competition at this stage. And I think that goal, even though Cholak got the first one, I think that goal means Morello starts on Tuesday. No doubt for me. I said that. If he comes on and he finishes this game fit, he starts. Goal flashes. 
with Clydebilt Home Improvements. Well, goals at this stage of the game tend to be dramatic, but not quite when it's at Pataudry because it's Aberdeen 4, St Mirren 1, and it's Duke. Remember him, Hugh Keevans? Mm. Well, John Wayne has scored. Uh, so uh, it, it just adds to the misery for Stephen Robinson. Down to 10 men, got a penalty, scored, made it 3 1. I said to you at the time that smacks of a consolation goal for me. Did we round off that teaser? No. We didn't, right? Very quickly, let's do it. I won't even play the dramatic music because I think we're running out of time. I have played alongside Lee Borsionko, Russell Latipe, and Thomas Heldeg, being managed by Alec McLeish. Oh, hold on, Hugh Keevans, listen to this. Goal flashes. <laughs> With Clyde Built Home Improvements St Johnston have snatched it back It's Stevie May Always had a good record against Motherwell In his first spell at McDermott Park Doesn't score too many Now in that one will have been celebrated wildly By Callum Davidson I'm sure Motherwell thought they had rescued a point But a loose ball from the corner Fires high into the net from 8 yards And St Johnston looks like we'll head home with all 3 points Let me give you the journalistic reaction to that Stevie May Stevie Hamill won't I think that is <sighs> I love that I thought he was going to go for Stevie may have ended it for Hamill No, no, no I, I love that not, cool. to me, oh, I, yeah. I wouldn't try and teach the master I wouldn't I, wouldn't, yeah. I, I think don't. Gordon's outdone you there yeah. uh, well, well, no, no, We can no. argue with that at the break It's yeah. an important goal Oh it's a shocker for Everyone concerned And I go back to What you were talking about The Motherwell protest <laughs> Sorry Hugh <laughs> <laughs> Goal flashes <laughs> With Clyde Built Home Improvements. It's a golden ding wall. And it's for Celtic. It's Leela Bada on at the break. He rounds it off, puts a bit of daylight between the sides. Ross County 1, Celtic 3. A brilliant curling finish from Abada. What a, what a late show we've got here. Yeah. Will, will we get this teaser over and done with? Ah, yeah, go on. I played alongside Lieber Sionko, Russell Latterby and Thomas Helbeg, being managed by Alec McLeish and Bruce Rear, won the Scottish top flight and the Scottish Cup, but I'm not Scottish. I won the domestic cup in my homeland twice with two different teams. I am Ulrich Lorson. Ulrich Lorson. If you got that, you know your stuff. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL no obviously chance. don't. They were miles mm. off it. Um, but what a response on Twitter. Peter Gray, well done to you. Third place, Jamie McBride in second, and Scott Connie is the winner of the second half teaser. Well done to the three of you. What a finish we've had to the afternoon. Where were we? They all afternoon. They all started scoring like mad now. Yeah, Bada's goal, very special by all accounts. Um, it's going to be tough to top Jotas from last week, possibly not quite uh, in that regard, but a curling finish into the top corner. Celtic will come down the road with all three points. They will find that Rangers have done the same. I don't know, will they pass St Johnson at any stage? But they've got three points as well. Mm. No more than Celtic deserve those three goals. For the amount of chances they created, they should have been further ahead. Made a wee bit heavy weather, in its used term, uh, midway through that second half, but a good three points. Yeah, terrific three points. Um, you know, at half time, we're looking at Celtic and Rangers, nil nil. Will it be a hard afternoon? Both have scored in the second half. That's what they do. That's why they'll be up there challenging each other for a title. But disappointing for part, really. Is. Well, it is, and it's finished. Let's speak to Fraser Wishart. It's finished here. What a dramatic finish. A roller coaster emotions for the mother supporters. Just it looked like St Johnson were going to hang on and win 1 0 with the first half. Jimmy Murphy goal. They grabbed an equaliser when Stephen O'Donnell flicked the ball and looked like it hit Graham Carey last for trickling into the net. It looked like a point for Motherwell but drama in the 95th minute when Stevie May fired a loose ball home to see all three points going up the road 
to Perth. There weren't too many chances in the first half. So Johnson, the better side. My little fans showing the disappointment at their team's play. There's an excellent goal, though, for St Johnson in 28 minutes, right at the long pass. Theo Blair flicked the ball into the path of Jamie Murphy and then inside right position, 12 yards out, brilliant drilled, low finish past the goalkeeper. Stevie Hamill made two subs at half-time, offered, and Cornelius on for Maguire and Morrison. It made an impact, they were immediately brighter. Van Veen with a lovely pass through to offer, denied in the act of scoring by a brilliant Mitchell tackle. Vincent Johnson still dangerous on the break, but first and sent Murphy clear on the left-hand side. 2v1, he should have done better. His low cross into the six-yard box. Blair was about to tap at home, but a sliding clearance from Johansson cleared the ball. From then on, it was really motherwell on attack all the time Van Veen shot comfortable save for Matthews then hesitancy to Johnson six yard box to Matthews and Montgomery and the ball ricocheted off two or three players and just over the bar onto the roof of the net but although playing better in the second half Motherwell still struggling to create a real clear cut chance at goal plenty of pressure Van Veen flicked a shields cross just wide in 75 minutes Ross Tierney then went down in the box no penalty crowd angry Stevie Hamill booked and Sean Gosten miss hit a volley as it bounced over the goalkeeper, brilliant tip over by Matthews. And you thought Motherwell's chance had gone, but they finally got that equaliser. 91st minute, Sean Goss with the inswing corner. Stephen O'Donnell got his head to the ball as he flicked it towards the back post. They had a couple of defenders that looked like it hit Graham Carey last and rolled into the back of the net. As I said, the 95th minute, a cruel winner because Motherwell probably deserved a point for St Johnston. McPherson with the inswing corner, just not cleared by the Muddle defence as Stevie May as he often does first onto the loose ball and he fired the ball high into the net from eight yards and no time for Motherwell to recover to perhaps get a point that their game deserved full time at Fair Park Motherwell 1 St Johnston 2 Motherwell fans what do you make of that where do you go from here in the dugout what about Dingwall David Friel full time Gordon Ross County 1 Celtic 3 and it's Moritz Jens who had a dream debut at Celtic but just another late shot Ross County the big German only played because Stephen Welsh fell ill before the game but it's Ross County who left feeling sick after Jens's 84th minute header helped Celtic pick up three points Alex Jacoviti cancelled out Kyogo's opener and it looked like Alki Mackay's side would take a point but Jens put Celtic back in front with six minutes to go and Lee Elabada then made it 3-1 in injury time it wasn't quite Tony Ralston 97th minute stuff but this was a win Celtic fully deserved the first half was one way traffic Celtic had 82% possession and 14 attempts on goal but they couldn't find a way past Ross Laidlaw in that first 45 David Tom Jota, Mattarelli all came close before Dyson made had a shot save just before the break. Made it was replaced by a bad at half time and Celtic were 1 0 up within three minutes of the restart. Jota was a creator, he was the main man all afternoon. He took Carl McGuire's pass, danced into the box, and then picked out Kyogo. The Japanese striker buried his finish into the bottom corner. At that point, he felt Celtic were going to get a right through, but O'Reilly headed straight at Rossley Law from eight yards in the next attack, and then came the shock equaliser in 58 minutes. Although Edwards floated a simple corner into the Celtic box and Jakobiti rose highest to send his header into the corner. The Celtic players looked shocked but they went in search of the second and they got it and a third. They finally got that second in 84 minutes. Jota took a short corner and floated in a perfect cross for Jens. He timed his run perfectly and planted a header out the net from close range but there was more to come. Abad added a third in the closing stages. Some lovely passing edge of the box ended with him finding space and he curled into the corner from 20 yards. Full time at Ross County. Ross County 1, Celtic 3. It's also full time I think at Pataudry Dave Galloway Yeah full time Aberdeen 4 St Mirren 1 24 minutes gone And the Dons went ahead Bissouin cracked a really fine drive Off the post Scales effort From the rebound Hit Gallagher's arm He'd already been booked So off he went Away boss Stephen Robinson Incidentally furious With the penalty ward However Majowski made no mistake With his spot kick And the striker made it 
2-0 on 38 minutes Hayes with the cross and Mayovsky reacted well to slide the ball in from close range after Carson looked set to gather in between those two goals Scales header from a corner went just wide as the Dons dominated no surprise to see them go three ahead in the 45th minute a screamer by debutant Clarkson from around 20 yards a, a sweet sweet strike into the top corner of the net immediately before that though Hayes sent Mayovsky scampering through in search of his hat trick however Carson made a fine block 10 man Saints reduced the deficit after 53 minutes Hayes brought down Kilty in the box and Ayunga scored from the spot although uh, Roos did get a hand to the ball and almost stopped it going in Aberdeen remained well on top Mayovsky again burst through Carson saved well and then made a brilliant reaction stop to deny Bissouin on the follow up Bissouin then went close with a header from a tight angle which was cleared behind for a corner Saints it has to be said they do deserve credit for an improved second half performance you know with 10 men they steadied the ship at least and they looked more solid but on 87 minutes Lopez was sent in on goal and finished very coolly to make it 4-1 a convincing display from the hosts it ended at Pitaudry Aberdeen 4 St Mirren 1 What about the championship at Firhill Roger Hanna? Finished Partick Thistle 1 Hamilton Aki's 1 The Jags needed Brian Gray A terrific finish Just 7 minutes from the end To rescue a point And what would have been A disastrous home defeat In the first game here At Firhill In the Championship campaign They started brightly They forced all the play Kyle Turner a chance Harry Milne headed just wide Aidan Fitzpatrick Tested Ryan Fulton In the Aki's goal And young Cole McKinnon On loan from Rangers Drilled a shot wide As they've tried to force A breakthrough In the first half But just when they were Really building ahead of steam Before the break Just a couple of minutes to go before that break they fell behind to the most incredible own goal I think I've ever seen there was no danger along through ball goalkeeper David Mitchell came outside his box to clear the danger he had all the time in the world but inexplicably booted the ball against his centre half Jack McMillan he floored McMillan the ball flew back past Mitchell and as he turned and the rest of his back four tried to catch it it just dribbled over the line to give the Aki's a lead that they scarcely deserved at the break they tried to push for a second into the second half Matthew Shields cross come short eluded Mitchell but came back off the face of the bar at that stage Thistle were wobbling but they really threw everything at it in the final quarter on went Scott Tiffany on went Danny Mullen on went Tony Weston in search of the goal in 7 minutes from the end they got it Aidan Fitzpatrick found space on the right hand side fizzed a lovely cross into the near post and with the Aki's defence caught in their heels Brian Graham nipped in to flash a finish past Fulton and into the back of the net both sides had a glimpse in the last 7 minutes of what might have been a dramatic equaliser substitute John Pierre Teehee forced a save from uh, Hamilton sorry from Mitchell and the Jags goal went in at the other end Hamilton keeper Fulton he deep into injury time with the final save with a fine back post save to deny substitute Tiffany Jags will be annoyed they didn't win this one Partick Thistle won Hamilton Ackies won It's also full time at Ibrox where Rangers have beaten Kilmarnock by two goals to nil it was a, a similar story to some that we've heard already lots of possession and openings but very little goal mouth action early on and then it became a tale of two strikers Antonio Cholak the man with the jersey at the moment the man who's been criticised for some recent performances he popped up with the opener to set Rangers on their way Alfredo Morelos then came on after five months out and he got the second three points in the bag the argument about which one of them should play midweek in Europe can continue at a later date but for now it's a comfortable three points at Ibrox for Rangers 2-0 victory against Kilmarnock and after all that it's over to you it's that time of the night where you get anything you want 
within reason off your chest Celtic fans how did you see that game in Ross County were you ever worried towards the end how much of a relief for those two late goals what about Moritz Jens and his debut a stunner from Leila Bada injury to Dyson Maeda talk to us about all the main talking points what stood out for you Rangers fans you'll just be getting in the car or heading home from Ibrox perfect time for you to get in touch you're probably stuck in traffic get the hands free on and give us a call what about the two strikers then who was Cholak how good was it to see Morelos who's now in the driving seat what did you make of the three points today come on pick up the phone and Motherwell fans what happens now does Stevie Hamill get the job after losing at home to St Johnson let us know 0141 951 1025 call now you'll be up next after the action it's your reaction 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line what an afternoon it's been And it's now over to you To let us know What you made of it Because like No offence to them Hopefully they're not listening But Gordon DL Mark Wilson Hugh Keevans We love getting their thoughts But it's not as important As hearing what you made of it So let's hear What you've got to say After those games today So Celtic fans What about that win In Dingwall Three points back down the road It maybe was in the balance uh, For a bit Morris Jens of all people Pops up Then Abada adds the gloss Give us all your thoughts What did you take away from it Rangers fans in particular There'll be 50 odd thousand of you Heading away from Ibrox Surely some of you Want to get in touch And let us know uh, What you made of it today Particularly that It's going to be a really interesting discussion now Morelos and Cholak Because Morelos Is not fully fit And Cholak needed a goal And he got one They both scored What did you make of events At Ibrox today And Motherwell fans It's a home defeat to St Johnson What does that do For Stevie Hamill's Chances of getting the job It's been quite the afternoon Hugh Keevans But that's before we even get to the dandy dons Sweeping aside 10 man St Mirren Well First of all uh, If Morella scores He's back He's fit Fit-ish Not fully fit But fit enough First of all I am convinced he starts Against USG Because here you have The top European goal scorer In Rangers history And he scored today He starts Celtic They hung in they were wasteful up to a point, but it's a very strong finish from them. At one all, I thought it was one of those days, and they did turn it into one of those days, one of those very good days on the road. Aberdeen, I'm beginning to get even, I've tipped St. Mirren to go down. They've got no points after two games. Aberdeen have exposed St. Mirren to a, a degree, and I think that Stevie Hamill, it was a Exhilarating finish to the game But not to his liking And I, I'm not sure That he remains the top choice for the job Right, come on What do you think out there? Let's bring in Alan Who's a Rangers fan From Aloha Sum up today for us, Alan uh, I'm happy with three points But it was a bit of a struggle Once again Clubs seem to know When they come like to Livingston last week Command uh, it coming here uh, Keep Just keep it tight at the back there four, five, six players at the back to try and stuff Rangers out there and we were getting nowhere kept passing back going forward passing back but at the end of the day it took us to score a goal before we started to uh, they started to come out to play and it took to the last 12 minutes before Kilmarnock actually gave us a scare a couple of times there uh, and Rangers were kind of struggling a bit until we scored a second goal but at the end of the day there uh, three points that matters most to try and get rid of what happened on Tuesday and move forward to this Tuesday coming and hopefully we can do the business but it's going to be a hard, hard game Does that frustrate you, Alan? You know, you're frustrated at elements of the performance or do you just accept that 
Teams are making it hard You need to find a way And if you find it in the end you, You're sort of happy overall Well it's the, the teams come to To make sure that we don't score They see the, Everybody in the defence seem to read our game there And then we struggle And when we, until we score Then it's a struggle A struggle all the time there As then we were Fortunately one last week uh, Changed over there With a the half time with the substitutes made a big difference there. But today it was Kilmarnock. They were wasting time as much as possible. Keeper was warned on two or three occasions. Uh, the players were kicking the ball away just to time waste time and to frustrate Rangers. But at the end of the day there, once we did score, that was it. But I must admit though, Kilmarnock did give us a fright in about the last ten minutes, twelve minutes there. And then Toby scored when Morales came on there, scored the second goal and that kind of finished it off. But Teams are setting out to frustrate Rangers as much as possible. Until you get your way through and score, it's, it's going to be very frustrating. And it's true what you say, it was a bit frustrating watching that. That's nothing new, Hugh, is it? You know, you can yeah. replay these sort of frustrations. It's what happens in a league where some teams have got many, many millions of pounds and yeah. most of the teams don't. Um, but ultimately, Rangers found a way. And that is the bigger picture today. I mean, Alan said it himself. Team goes to Ibrooks and tried to stop Rangers from scoring. Yes, yeah. yeah I don't. I don't think Alan has been overly, you know, angry or, or critical of Kilmarnock. Well, you know, it, get used to it because it'll be the story of the season, with the exception of Celtic or Hearts when they go to Ibrooks. Um, the important thing now is they are at the top of the league with Celtic. Celtic are a goal in front and will remain on top. But the important thing is Tuesday night. Rangers can't be going out of the Champions League to USG of Belgium. They're two down, and that's why I think Morelos will be there, because he's course mm. and distance. Um, Alan, how was how was Cholak? Sum up his performance, and then obviously Morelos when he comes on. I think Cholak's trying his hardest there, but see the last two or three games, he wasn't getting help at all. And uh, it, it was like a, a lone striker there, and it wasn't. It's, it's just he was struggling, and, and I know he would love to score, and he scored a good goal there today, uh, which kind of helped him a bit there. And uh, I mean, it could have been another goal after that, but the fact is that he was struggling either. But I still think that uh, he's going to come good. He's a new player and a new team there, and until he gets used to how we play uh, and the Scottish game as well, Scottish game's completely different. It seems crazy to make it sound so f- fatal in the first week in August, but how much did he need a goal today, Gordon? Oh, he needed a goal, there's no doubt, because I think a lot of people, well, a, b- a big percentage of people had already judged him, which I think is very unfair, Gordon. Totally agree with Alan, I think as a new player, some hit the ground run- uh, running and, you know, just settle into the Scottish way. Some find it a little bit more difficult and take a bit more time. Cholak seems to be one of those, but listen, getting a goal in front of 49,000 plus today at Ibrox, a, a vital time for Rangers because they needed that goal just to settle them down. Um, I thought it was a great booster for them and I think that'll do them the world of good, but um, uh, the boys are talking about Tuesday night. I agree, Morelis has come on, got that goal. He looks like mm. the certain starter. I'm, I'm amazed at the whole Cholak situation. You know, he desperately needed a goal at it's the second game of the season His first game at Ibrox mm. He scored no, that, that, That's why, a striker That's I mean, why I, I sort of teed it up by saying You know, it might 
But there's a few more factors because not only are people criticising his performances, but Morelos is now back fit. Yeah. So if, you, if he need, if he wants to keep his place in the team, he will need to start scoring, if, uh, whether it's the second game or not. Yeah. If if you're Cholak, you've been brought to the club to score goals, and you have started scoring goals. Everybody was poor on Tuesday. I, I think everybody accepts that Cholak included. The big response was today: coming, can he score? Can he start? Can he lead the line? Can he score? He's done that, and that's right. It's a huge weight off the shoulders, but. We are so quick to judge players in this country. You make the point quite a lot, Gordon, that we're very, very quick. Mm-hmm. You know, quite often they go on to be, you know, top players. Um, Cholak's no different. If yeah. it's getting to two games, then we're, we're in trouble. But, for but judging no, I wonder about the difference in, in this occasion. So I'm going to contradict myself here. Only one of them will play. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Oh, Forget the criticism In the context of the fact That Morelos is fit And they've got a guy Breathing breathing down his neck Yeah uh, Morelos will play uh, Morelos um, Is the number one striker Of that There's no doubt um, I, I know what Mark's saying But when you come in And, and there's You know People coming out And, and criticising you That are legends that Used to be legends At the club And you know That was their opinion And supporters On this phone And talking about you know, he's not doing much or whatever. He needs time to settle in. But as a striker, Mark, goals will certainly help your mm. confidence. And Gordon's right because you know Morelis is coming back. So you want to keep in the manager's mind saying, well, I've got my goal. I'm going to kick on from here. I'm going to put pressure on Morelis. And I think it'll be good for him. Yeah, but I, I agree with you on Tuesday. I think Morelis will definitely start The irony game. is Cholak put Rangers out of Europe last season. By scoring at Ibrooks, mm. uh, but I think that Rangers will say Morelos is tried and tested. He's the top European goal scorer in the club's history, and I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst will be tempted to put him in from the start on that basis. Um, Alan, how did Morelos look when he came on? I thought he, he tried his best, and it was very unfortunate on two occasions there. Uh, the Kabarak, they, they must have said, right, we'll put one player on him, make sure we watch him all the time there. And, and a couple of the times there, oh, he just had one little touch and he was through and goal there. But uh, it's his first game back after, since, what, in five months there. And we've got to give him a chance now. I mean, it was the last, what, 20 minutes, 25 minutes ago. And he scored, which is the main thing there. I think he, he should start on, uh, on Tuesday night there. Kolak as a substitute there, because... It's a big, big game for everybody. Also, a big game for Morales himself there because this will be his first full game coming up after five months. Yeah, it's going to be a good debate at the start of the week for sure. Thank you very much, Alan. It was nice to get your thoughts. That's what I love about a Saturday. See that eyewitness? You're in the car, you're heading home from the game. You can't beat it uh, on Twitter. Uh, we've got some thoughts coming in as well uh, on that striker. Situation Chris says Good to see Morelos Back involved Getting a goal Also clear though He's not Matt Sharp Therefore Cholak starts Tuesday Although Morelos Could come on Second half If we need him Danny is a Celtic fan From Hamilton What did you take away From today's Celtic game Danny? Hey, hi Gordon Gordon Mark And you uh, Just to Just to Make the point I think uh, Abada has to start On the right Every time now Because I think Mida is uh, When they swap Over Yota Remida, he's lost out in the right hand side. He's preferred positions out in the left, to me, to be honest. And it shows you as well uh, in the midfield with Hatati. We miss him because Tumble just doesn't give you that but energy and penetration. 
Uh, a few interesting ones, particularly Abada. Um, yeah. Bit early to go and show anyone's hand for goal of the weekend, but Abada's is a special goal. It's a great finish and it's a, a very impressive build up, Hugh. You know, he comes on. We always talk about numbers. He's a young winger who came to this country last year, posted some really, yeah. really good numbers, but it is quite clear that the manager favours Maeda. Uh, yeah, but I think you have to be, and I include Ange Postacoglu in this, you have to be fluid. You have to accept that Maeda, for a time, might not be your best bet to start. And you're better off with Lil Abada. Um, according to David Friel's description of the goal, it's quite something. Look forward to seeing it. Uh, but I couldn't disagree with Danny. Um, Abada is an impressive player for Celtic and maybe now it's his turn. I agree with you about Ange Postecoglou having to be fluid, but when it comes to Maeda, he doesn't seem to be. He seems to be quite blinkered and he plays him all the time. Now, it was the exact same when he signed. You remember Abada scored so many important goals last year for Celtic. And then he just, he was the one that made way for Maeda and he was always the one that came on and played a bit part after that. I felt sorry for him because I thought he was exceptional last season. And similar today, I thought he might have been in with a, a shot of starting today. And of course he doesn't, but he comes on and makes a difference. I, I think Danny makes a good point. I think Celtic attacking look better with a bad off the right, Kyogo or Jackie Marcus through the middle. And Jot off the left So Maeda's not in Celtic's strongest 11 for you? Not for me I I prefer that Those two wingers um, I've got to uh, go along with that um, Are we go- doing recency bias? Are we forgetting that Abada Like lots of wingers ha- Had some quiet yeah, games Yeah, so does Maeda I, I, Listen, Maeda brings so much pace And I think that's what the manager likes about him um, Defences are terrified of anything in behind It lets Celtic control the middle of the park Because most defences drop very deep And try and not leave that space But I think Abada coming on Gives them the great balance Everybody has us. 50-50 a Jota on the left hand side they can go over I like when wingers switch I think it gives the full backs a different you know problem to go and play against but if you're looking at a good strength and a bad a bad you're right Gordon you said that they have posted some great numbers he's always a threat he's a goal scorer he can get goals for you he played through the middle last year a few times as well I like the balance better uh, when Celtic are going forward with the pace with Abada on the right Jota on the left and then either or probably Kyogo through the middle but Maeda will be a big player because the manager obviously likes him um, Danny explain a bit more about what was missed about Hatati because the sort of feedback we were getting is that the chances were fine the possession was good the chances were being created it's just that they weren't being finished so how, what, what was wrong with the absence of Hatati then? Uh, the energy that he puts, he chases every ball kind of thing uh, with Hatati. But Tumbo looks like a bit kind of lackadaisical. He doesn't want to like, run down the attacko kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Mark, I don't. I think it's quite clear again. Hata- um, Ange Postecoglou can disagree with the, the notion if he wants, but I think if he has to pick his his best team tomorrow, he, he tends to put Hatati in yeah. it. Um, but you suppose same question to you. It didn't. David Field was suggesting you know, the strikers weren't finishing the chances rather than the midfield yeah. weren't creating so them. But I would suggest there's plenty of creativity there. I would have to disagree with Danny in his second point. Atati is a wonderful player, and yes, he, he is missed, but I wouldn't agree with him on the point that Turnbull looks lackadaisical and he, he's not as creative. I mean, Turnbull, anything. 
25 yards in Celtic have got a chance Now you need players like that in your team Who can You know entice defences out Because you have to come out and block your shot Because you know There's every chance you put it in the top corner That's how you create space in behind You need players like Turnbull And he, he, he very rarely lets Celtic down He always turns up Goal scoring midfielders Are hard to come by And Turnbull's one of them Unless we're riches in the middle of the park for me, um, Gordon. You can pick, I'm sure every fan will have their own favourite three. I think that the manager favourite three is Hatati, O'Reilly and probably McGregor. But I think Turnbull will play a massive part. I think he's a fantastic player. I think he brings a lot to um, the Celtic midfield. I sort of disagree. I think Turnbull will do his share of the work as well. But I think he can create opportunities. I think he can get you goals. It's just competition for places and they're very lucky they've got so much talent in there. Was that just sort of Ange Postacoglu Celtic that, that we saw today, Hugh? Um, we always talk about, or we talk about it less and less to be fair, but the problems the season before, that probably would have been a game that just stayed 1-1. Uh-huh. Um, you know, now even pegging Celtic back with whatever 20 minutes to go, it doesn't, it doesn't maybe spook them the way that it, it once did. No, uh, and they, they certainly... Proved that today because with what ten minutes to go, you're thinking could be problems here. Um, Ange cracks the whip, and he wanted better than he got last Saturday. To an extent, he got it because Kyogo has scored, which he didn't do last weekend. Uh, he brings in Moritz Jens, he scores, and then Abada scores the best of the lot, apparently. So. Ange will be happier than he was last Saturday because it's away from home in a traditionally difficult venue for Celtic. Um, I still think there's better to come from everyone, but Ange Postacoglu demands of players that they do not wait until they're into the season before they start demonstrating what they're good at. Thanks, Danny. 0141-951-1025. Are you agreeing or disagreeing with what you've heard so far on your team's performance? Get your thoughts in. Games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. It's that time on a Saturday night where you're just about getting over your team's result, whether it was good, bad, or somewhere in between, and then you share your thoughts with us. It's a good old formula. We love hearing from you, especially if you've been out and about at the games. So pick up that phone and let us know what you're thinking, Ross. Is on the line Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson And Gordon Dale Are in the studio Ross as a Rangers fan What's the main thing You take away from today? Uh, just Main main point is just Great to see Morelos back um, He's the best player In Scotland for me On his day And if he was fit At the end of last season With a Europa League And the Premier League In our, in our cabinet anyway. Well it's quite a leap I don't know Would they Hugh? Uh, well you... even, even your Predicting skills Do they stretch that far? You're entitled to wonder uh, you, you cannot say For sure With deadly accuracy That it would have happened But you are entitled to wonder If Morelos had been in Seville uh, Might it have been different um, But anyway That's water under the bridge It's gone It's Tuesday now That's the, the priority And uh, people will have their Views on it, as I say, the irony is Cholak was the man who scored the goals at Ibrox that put Rangers out of Europe last season, but apparently not to be trusted to score the goals that keep Rangers in Europe. I take it the reaction for him, Ross, was through the roof, Morelos, when he came on. It was, it was great to see him come on, but it was great to see Cholak score as well. 
obviously it's early days for him, so you can't can't write him off already. Eh? Um, it took his goal well, so I think on Tuesday night he'll start. Morelos probably isn't he quite ready to come back. It's been five months he's been out, so um, I think Choak will start, but it's great to have Morelos as an option to come off the bench. Yeah, do you know what, Mark? You've played in a lot of big games for Celtic at Celtic Park. When are there players that you know just by appearing on the touchline gives the full place a lift? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll never really be able to measure the impact, but everyone with the Rangers persuasion inside Ibrox would have been delighted to see him back. Does that give everyone a lift? Does it help Rangers go on and win the game? Of Hel- course, he scores as well. Yeah. Helps the players, you know, get a lift. When you've got a, a goal scorer like Morelos on your side and you rely heavily upon him to dig you out a hole when you need him most and you're missing him for five months, then of course you're buzzing to see him back. And the Rangers fans like Ross, no different. I, I disagree with Ross. I think Morelos coming on for, was that half an hour he got and scoring? And like I say, he, came, he comes off if he's got no ill effects of that. I think it's too big a game for him mm. to be missing out. He's a proven goal scorer yeah. at this level. Does what Cholak did today not change it slightly, though? In the sense that, say Cholak had had a really poor game, had missed a lot of chances, we would then be getting loads of calls to say, look, this cannot... We, we need to risk Morelos on Tuesday. Does the, does the need for risk just drop even a little bit because he scored? I think Cholak, it's good that he scored. I think it takes a weight off his shoulders, but he's still a bit of an unknown. I think you know what you get from Morelos. Like I said earlier, you're not getting mm-hmm. a different Morelos on Tuesday than you are last season when he was fully ah, matched. Five fit. months out, Morelos must be slightly different. But that, yeah, that's he, the thing. He can possibly last 90 minutes. Well, I'm not saying he'll last 90 no, no, minutes. No, no, no yeah. but, the, but the point I'm going to make, Mark, is that he can't last 90 minutes. The inclination then is to say, right, get him in from the start. Let's see if we can get this tie back to equality and then get Cholak on then. But the, the first priority is to unnerve the Belgian side altogether. Mm. And if you're, let's say, for the sake of conversation, the tie was leveled by half-time, then I think you could take Morelos off, introduce Cholak and... More I'm goals not, would follow. I'm not too sure. Other way around. No, I'm not too sure. I, I, I listen. I totally take on board the guy's argument. And yes, of course, Morelos is is massive. But um, I think it will put a little bit of thinking into Van Bronckhurst uh, over the weekend. Cholak has got that goal. Um, he's come with a big reputation. Obviously, know the damage he, um, he achieved against Rangers with Malmo. Um, the goal helps. The five months with Morelos, of course he's massive for them. But he may flip mm. it around the other way, Hugh. He may look at Cholak going on there, getting back into the tie, and then the introduction of Morelos, like today, gives him a different platform. Any other standouts today, Ross? Uh, I, I thought Lawrence played pretty well. Tillman looks good. Um, and Goldson again was solid at the back. As I say, it's good to have Morelos back, but I still think he's a bit rusty. Obviously, if he was playing against a defender like Mark, Mark Wilson, he'd fling him straight in, but <laughs> you've, got to, uh, you've got to ease him back in against decent opposition, you know what I mean? Uh, I like it. Ah, I like nice it. Ross. It's his first Saturday ah, back. Right. He deserves that for missing last week, Ross. Um, I get the feeling Rangers fans are getting a bit excited about Malik Tillman. Is that fair? He, he's, he's really raw. He looks good. He's got a good touch about him. His end product isn't the best, but he, looks, he does look good. I think... Um, Obviously that will come in time He's still a young player But he does look good 
Um, so we're quite hopeful about him Ross, safe trip home It was nice to speak to you 01419511025 Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu oh. Victory in the Highlands Here's what he made of it Yeah, obviously you know, We know it's a difficult place to come and, and they're a difficult team to play And You know, the conditions being the way they are With the wind And um, you know, it's going to be a real challenge for you But uh, yeah, credit to the players I just thought, you know From start to finish We uh, we played it on our terms. We were patient when we needed to be. Um, you know, we got out. We got a, a goal I thought we deserved, and then obviously, you know, they scored from a corner, which is always a possibility. They're a big, strong team, but our response to that was was outstanding. You know, we just stuck to task and you know played our football, scored a you know another good goal, and then even then at two one, you know, there was no thought of just sort of. Um, stopping there we, we went and got our third And um, Yeah really pleased with, with every aspect of our game I think we showed last year That you know Within this group There's the football aspect There's also a real You know Resilience and determination To overcome any challenge And you know We haven't lost that That's still there Within this group And um, Yeah I think when you believe In something You know as, as strongly as these guys do And they believe in each other You know A little You know Whatever impediment There is in front of us um, You know they, they feel confident That they can overcome And uh, you know, it's, you know, the game of football is funny. You know, you, you, you kind of dominate a game and <clears throat> should be comfortably ahead. But, you know, they, like I said, they get a corner and, and score, which, you know, is part of, you know, their strengths. And um, you're looking for a reaction. And, you know, again, the reaction was first class. Well, I'd summarise that by saying the manager is going back down the road satisfied with his team's day out. Uh, he doesn't have any fault. He certainly didn't express any concerns there uh, And he's happy with all aspects The the fact that they had uh, the resilience to come back after Ross County equalised Not once, but twice to come back and score through Jens and Abada uh, And so he's a happy man He's got a free week before he goes to Kilmarnock uh, a week tomorrow uh, They're top of the league They might not be by the time they kick off against Kilmarnock However, uh, He's happy with what he saw. I think he's got to be happy here. If you look at the two opening games, Aberdeen at home, Ross County away, five goals, yet yeah, one conceded for set play. That's probably down downside of it for him. But listen to David Freo, listen to reports, listen to looking at the stats and everything today. Um, yes, they got a little bit of a scare at 1-1. Sometimes that can go against you, but... By all reports, they deserve to win the game. I think the manager's delighted with the display, delighted with the goals, delighted with three points. It's early season. They'll only get better and um, they're sitting top mm. of the league. So it's a nice journey down the road from Dingwall. Uh, John Paul's a Celtic fan from Possel. What did you make of that today, John Paul? Hi, guys. First time caller. Oh, uh, thanks for you. having me on. Pleasure. What made you call? Um, well, I didn't want to come on and just be talking about despair, but despair is in why I wanted to call. Um, first of all, to say... Well done to my team today A really t- difficult game Good three points um, Also want to say thanks to Mark Wilson For his service I was I was there when you were playing Mark So thanks for your years of service at Celtic Ah thanks John Paul It's oh, the nicest so thing so any, so anybody's so ever so said so to me on this show yeah, Some things you thought you would never hear <laughs> yeah. You were doing so well up to John, that point John, John Paul <laughs> Wilson What's your next point? <laughs> <laughs> I mean listen the team were good today They were very patient And they, they eventually got the job done And fantastic strikes for the wee man Abad That's his, that's his amazing numbers Starting over again um, but you know The second game of the season Fine I know I know you'll say Oh that's their prerogative You know Get used to it He said that earlier on To somebody You know Get used to it I don't want to get used to it You It's the second game of the season 
you know, no, no wonder people say we're, we're game isn't up too much or we can't sell it. How can you sell a game with a second game of the season? You've got the champions at your home ground. You've got a chance where they're maybe not quite setting the header already, you know, second game of the season. And, and you just kind of say, do you know what, we'll park the bus, we'll play the ratio, we'll play the percentages, we'll try and get a corner. God, the long throws, you could, you could see the, the, the palpitation in the stands, you know, for the fans, oh, they've got a long throw. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Well, and, and of course, the ratio, what happened, they got a goal from a corner and fair enough, but come on, all right, come on, they've gone to Ibrox, 2-0, Decent for them, second game of the season, but they're away from home. Home to the champions. Nobody will say in 20 years' time if they get a draw today. Oh, remember that time we contained a team? But if you have a go and go to the juggler and, and try and get a win, and you get the win, people will go in 20 years' time. Fantastic. That was a great day. I loved that. Mm. Not, yeah. how, not how football works. Simply not how football works. What do you want them to do? Do you want Ross County to form a guard of honour and give Celtic a good ah, but you, you, hold on, you, you know he's not saying that, though. Yeah, and if Hugh can't be Hugh, who would you like me to be with the, you know, Lady Gaga? Um, Please. You, uh, <laughs> Can you Malky Mackay, Malky Mackay has a job to do. And the job he has to do, John Paul, is to keep Ross County in the division. If they go out of the division, then there's financial hardship, etc., etc. His job, week in, week out, home or away, is to do the best he can. He went to Tyne Castle last Saturday, played hearts off the park in the first half, but could not score. And in the second half, lost the game. So he does have a commitment to attacking football. But hearts are one thing, and Celtic, the champions, as you said, are another. So he has to cut his cloth accordingly. And I'm afraid Celtic fans and Rangers fans will have to get used to it. I said earlier on, the analogy I used was that in financial terms, Ross County are tugboats and Celtic are luxury yachts. The luxury yachts proved that you get what you pay for. But that's not Malcolm McKay's fault. He's there to keep Ross County in the division. John Paul? Yeah, well, listen, all right, fair enough. You're talking about keeping them in the, the division, but we are talking about the second game of the season. Nobody's getting relegated. Um, you know, if this was a, a game to go and they were a point above St Mirren in the relegation zone, then fine, OK, you're, you're, you're holding out. But I'm talking about the second game of the season at home. Lovely day up in the Highlands. You've got Celtic up there. They're not fully up to speed yet. That's evident, even though they're still playing well. And you can't give a go. You're saying there as well, they, they had a great first half against Hearts. How can they not have a great first half against Celtic? Or a second half for a full 90 minutes? Because they, well, they, they, they didn't have the, <laughs> they didn't have the ball. The ball. Yeah. You, you look at Celtic had 82% mm. possession. Uh, is, that not, is that not John Paul's point though? How much were Ross County happy to concede that possession? I think that's well, the sort of I, basis I, I of think, his argument. I think if you get the ball at the back against... If the defenders of Celtic get the ball at the back, of course you've got to drop off. But... Celtic have got very good footballers Gordon that can keep the ball for mm -hmm. long periods of time see unless you play the game and you play against players that are better and you let's be honest right Celtic players are far better than Ross County players it's very difficult you do sometimes chase shadows I think that Malky Mackay set his stall out to say right okay we try and make it difficult they got a goal from a set mm -hmm. play they get back in the game game plan was going okay but Celtic just had too much yeah. ability for see, them see if it See if it doesn't actually work that often, Mark. Is there a point where you consider giving it a go? Look, I, you, you know the way I feel about this. I would always try and stick up for wee teams everywhere. We exist in a footballing world where 
The money spent on Jota Would keep Ross County's Entire first team squad Going for years So it's difficult And you're going to have to Find different ways But See if you if you do play that way and, and, and more often than not You just lose anyway But you you might get close You might make it A wee bit uncomfortable Or you might sneak One draw in ten Is there a point Where you think Actually Just You know Maybe we should just try And And, and do something Different it's quite easy for us to say, and, that, yeah, and that's why I'm asking yeah. rather than than making it as if it's a you know a must. It, it is very difficult. Daz makes a good point. When you're up against a Celtic side, of course you want to try and win the game. But if their players are far superior, and you're running mm. down Joe Hart or you're running down a full back and he checks inside and plays it around you, uh, and it makes you look so. It's not as if yeah. you're you're just allowing them to come on. John to Paul you. says that it's only game two. I mean, show some more commitment after two games. Malcolm McKay's got no points after two games Stephen Robinson's mm-hmm. got no points after two games The worry for them starts mm-hmm. after two games now, That's the point I was sort of making to Mark though So you're right, Yeah, he got zero points Doing that, so th- where's the benefit of it? Does it still just give you a better chance? It's like you've, yeah. got, you've got the way that Lacey Malcolm McKay Who's a very experienced yeah. manager, let's not be kidded here uh, the way that Malky Mackay plays And he played today in Ross County Against a Celtic team who dominated most of the first half That's mm. his best opportunity Of getting something yeah. If he goes and says Do you know what Let's have a go Let's go and play 4-4-2 against Celtic Two up top Let's get the ball Full backs Get up the pitch The game's gone mm. by half time What do you make of John Paul Because you you know, you hit on a kind of wider point About selling the game Who's going to want to buy a game With 10 men behind the ball do you think people want to buy games in which we teams are lambs to the slaughter for Celtic Rangers every week? Uh, to be fair, if you think about the English leagues where it's a, the supposed best league in the world and what have you, if you sit midweek and watch Everton v Brentford, it's it's shocking. But they just have a better way of selling it. I don't know if it's to do with the money they have in the, the production side of things and you know the bells and whistles and their adverts and stuff. So may, maybe they're just better at selling things regardless because some of their games are awful as well. So I, I'm not entirely sure. But listen, before I go, I just wanted to say um, two-year anniversary, losing a big friend, Dylan Smith. Gone but not forgotten, big man. And Gordon, thanks for the backup during my call. I just like to argue with this lot. It's just it's a, a hobby of mine. You, I mean, even although you praised Mark Wilson, John Paul, which made me yeah, feel a wee bit nice, uneasy. Very nice, John Paul. You, you know, you finished off with a, a nice <laughs> message to, to your friend as well. Will you, I know it was your first time, John Paul. Will you give us a call back at some point? Yeah, of course. Thanks for having us, guys. Take care. Good man. That was John Paul in Possel. We are going to speak to Gary in Gala Shields and hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst next. After they play, you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Oh, it's a lively Saturday open line, this. The football must be back with a bang. Let's go to Gary in Gala Shields. We'll hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhorst in just a second. But Gary, as a Rangers fan... Uh, what are you thinking after today? Hi, I was up at the game today and uh, there's a lot of positives the Rangers did get us wrong. Uh, it was a bit slow then they get us wrong and it's good to see Morelos back but he needs a wee bit more minutes under his belt to be fit and sharper than what he was last year. But I think they need to bring McGregor back into goal because McLaughlin's fine but he's a wee bit dodgy at the back with him and Sands so I think they need to strengthen there again. Either that or they're going to the transfer market and get a new goalkeeper. I'm interested. In, I'm interested in that, Gary, because I assumed naively I wasn't at the game, but that Rangers won two 0 Kelly didn't do a great deal in front of goal. I thought John McLaughlin would get off without any criticism today. What did he do? Did he do anything particular today that annoyed you? 
Well, there was a pass they went to play out and there was lack of communication at the back. I'm not saying it was Golson's fault, but I think Sands to pass to Barisic doing the left-hand side when they come on, there was a wee bit... They weren't really communicating, if you can't mean. So they're really needing a, a strong centre-back. And I really feel that Nico Katic should have been given a chance. I'm not saying John Suter isn't a great centre-back, but I still reckon Katic should have been given a chance. This is the intensity of that goalkeeping spotlight, yeah. Hugh. Yeah. Even if John McLaughlin hasn't conceded any goals, yeah. it's still... And I'm not saying it's not a valid point from Gary, by the way. Just trying to... you know, some That's the level of scrutiny they're both going to be under now. All fans have their personal biases, and Gary would rather have... Alan McGregor Because he believes that Alan McGregor Represents a kind of security Safety That John McLaughlin Does not represent I think it's unfair I think when You play a game Okay They might have had one moment Where there's been A misunderstanding But people are looking for mm-hmm. Infallibility And it, it doesn't exist And I, I think now For some people McLaughlin is simply A whipping boy Yeah Get where Hugh's coming from You don't want to scrutinise Every single moment Mark But The weird thing about A goalkeeping position It's sometimes about Just the feeling That they give you Whether that's as a teammate Or as a fan Mm -hmm. And if Gary's just got this Gut feeling of uncertainty That surrounds John McLaughlin Then Who who are we To tell him otherwise Hugh Hugh is right It is unfair But As long as Alan McGregor Is signed At the club as a player And not in a coaching capacity The seed of doubt Is always going to be there over whoever it is it comes in and John McLaughlin is the next one in because Alan McGregor's stature at the club and how good he's been throughout the years fresh off a season that they got to the Europa League final where making many outstanding saves fans are right to think how can you go from three months ago being the number one goalkeeper to all of a sudden not getting a game and fans have their favourites it's just the way it is they see it as how can he be much worse than he was three months ago In my opinion He hasn't I still believe Alan McGregor Is the better goalkeeper At the two Because of the evidence What I've seen three months ago You don't change as a player In that time And if Rangers gave him a contract They must believe He can still do a job So how do you then Get demoted I don't understand it Because the manager Feels that Throughout the close season And obviously pre-season games That you know the, Who there's a number one goalkeeper And he showed that I'm, I'm finding it very strange That this guy's coming in For a bit of criticism I don't think he's let Rangers down Yes he was at fault For the first goal of the other night there So he has let Rangers down Go, No no he didn't Because he saved Rangers To okay. be fair And I think I, I agree Just with you Just keeping you on your toes Yeah um, And goalkeepers have got to mis- make mistakes Alan McGregor In my opinion Is a fantastic goalkeeper He's made mistakes Many times throughout his careers So um, It's how you respond from that It's a clean sheet today um, I'll be interesting, you know, the, the, the Sands one at centre half. I, I'm a bit with the, the caller. I, I, I think he sh- looks like he struggles there for me. Whether Katic was the answer or not, um, I'm sure that Suter wants everything sore and he's back in there. He's a f- good talent, Suter. Davis is still to get up to speed. So they've got good cover in there as well, mm. Gordon. But I'll tell you, I'm going back to now. I'm just listening to the callers, right? And I'm going back to the main one that we're going to get probably Monday and Tuesday. I think Morelis will start on the bench. I've got a a fairly simple existence, as I'm sure you all know. I'm in here all the time. So uh, all the the sort of football feedback I get comes through these phones. What I've noticed, I don't even know if this is a criticism of John McLaughlin, by the way. I don't ever recall Rangers fans getting in touch to tell us about an outstanding save that he's made. Now, maybe it's just... The opportunity just not arisen Fine Maybe Alan McGregor's played so many more games And that's why He's had the chance to Fine 
I just don't I just don't remember it Mark Yeah, yeah you're right I mean and I mean Ever I'm not yeah. even I'm not being well, broad brush with Last it. season At this stage John McLaughlin played a lot of games mm-hmm. He kept a lot of clean sheets But you're right The, the hype wasn't there As soon as McGregor came in He's got the ability To make those Wonder saves And he's got this habit Of doing it In big games And that's what fans remember But maybe, that, maybe Like I say Maybe John McLaughlin Just needs the chance to do that Because he's not played perhaps. In that many big games And by the way Rangers fans If you've got a list Of outstanding saves John McLaughlin's made let please, me hear them because Please send them in it, I'm, just, I'm just curious More than anything It wasn't an accusation um, How does it set you up For Tuesday Gary? Well on Tuesday If they did play McGregor I would like to Hope they've got a chance To get through on Tuesday Again two goals Is a big arse Didn't get us wrong To take them to extra time If it goes there But I think Rangers Just didn't perform Last Tuesday And made that team Look better If you came what I mean And for that second goal That they got in a penalty VRA decision That was pretty poor I thought so Hopefully Tuesday night they can do it well, It's going to be a big night That's for sure Thank you Gary It was nice to hear from you That was Gary from Gala Shields Motherwell fans How are you feeling About everything today Let's get a flavour of it With Hugh Who is A Motherwell fan Where does that leave you today Hugh A defeat for Stevie Hamill uh, I don't actually think It leaves us downhearted Or anything like that I think it would um, Pretty poor first half Sorry good afternoon guys Um Poor, poor first half from us Not passing the ball well Not finding our, our teammates well And things like that But Second half We came out And Hamill really got them up for it And you could see We were after it We were, we were the only team pushing But St Johnson Gave me a game plan Congratulations to them They played it Played it out well um, So I'm not downhearted I know you were asking earlier on Where did it leave Stevie Hamill with the job Exactly the same position He was before it Because Graham Alexander Kept his job since January Right up to the end of the season and his performances were absolutely shocking. Uh, I just think the team's lacking in confidence at the minute. You could see we had plenty of chances. We should have been hitting shots today, and, but we were passing the ball back too many times. We weren't driving forward, and St. Johnson done that a couple of times today when they broke away, and they did look good doing that. Um, That's interesting though, Hugh, because we've been debating this all afternoon. Hugh on the line is of the view that today's outcome should not influence whether Stevie Hamill gets the... The job or not uh-huh. Or should have Certainly minimal Influence What do you think I cannot rid myself Of the thought that Alan Burrows And the chairman Incline Towards Stevie Hamill If Alan's listening He's very welcome To phone and tell me That's wrong I think They are Inclined Towards giving Stevie Hamill the job As I say For me There's a thin Dividing line Between affection For a player who gave so much to the club, and what is the right thing to do for that club. And he has no managerial experience. Uh, It would be uh, an appointment that would carry an element of risk. I think that's undeniable. But I do get the feeling that Motherwell would like to give him the job. I I agree with you on the uh, the way. I don't think it should have mattered today uh, what the result was if Stevie Hamill's got to get the job. Motherwell, inside that club, know exactly everything about Stephen Hamill. So they'll look at him and think, is, is he the guy in our position to take us forward right now? Now, they might look at him and think, yes, yeah, it doesn't matter, we lost, a, we lost a game today, didn't play particularly well against St Man last week, but grinded out a result, got the three points. It doesn't matter to me that. I think inside that club, they know this guy inside out. They must have an idea... Has he got the right strength and character to be the manager just now? Or 
Is it just a little bit too early for him? What's your favoured outcome then, Hugh? Uh, I, I, I'm just going to say exactly what Gordon says here. I just think it's too early for Stevie just now. I'd love to see him in the job. I just think at this moment in time, stick to the academies, bring through some crank players. There's another one on today, on today as well. So I just think it's a little bit early for him. Um, probably maybe three or four years, definitely. Uh, it, it will be the manager model at some point, and hopefully it's in, not in the to do distant future. Who who this time then? Who this time? Mm-hmm. That's a sixty-four thousand dollar question, Gordon. I mean, you, you could go and look. My preference, um, I think, need a stronger manager or somebody with a strong personality. Whether that be Duncan Ferguson, I don't know. A lot of Mullow fans want Valakari in. I don't. I don't see Valakari been changing anything within that. Uh, I know they're top of the Finnish league at this moment in time and things like that, but I don't understand why we want him in. Um, and he's he's not really done anything in Scotland. And apart from well, not talking about his time here, I'm saying any experience in Scotland any time. And I think we need somebody with a sort of mindset that will bring the team on, that will they'll get us fighting there. Hamill done it today. I mean, the team's performance in the second half. I say, but I can't fault any of the players for their second half performance. I thought we were always in the front foot. I don't know. Who your reporter was today at the game um, But I just thought there was a few things Went against this today And I, I hate blaming the referee But Willie Collum Your guys are no better Because you've maybe seen the replay My personal opinion Missed two blatant penalties for us today Blatant penalties um, And I, I really want to see the replay of them But I, again managed, Managerial position That's the, the, You want to know who the candidates are for Who's in for it Um It'll be interesting Yeah I've, I've not seen them back But I agree I agree hmm. with Whatever Hugh said Blatant penalties Your pal Willie yeah, Cost I'll, Stevie Hamill the job Cost Motherwell three points Fraser Worship Didn't even mention Mention a penalty kicks Ah but that's because he's, he's a Motherwell legend he's, Ah but he's just He's, he's trying to keep it You know PFA Above board yeah, yeah, doesn't, want, yeah. doesn't want any controversy yeah. Early on in the season Longest show ever To play with Motherwell <laughs> uh, So uh, you, you know the interesting thing Hugh there About this vacancy there is no clear yeah. front runners. You know, say that. Look at the recent appointments for similar-ish size clubs. Don't shoot me down for getting that slightly off. There is no Derek McInnes available yeah. this time. There is no Jack Ross available this time. And but so on. Hugh, Hugh said, you know, not now for Stevie, but in three or four years' time. Well, in three or four years' time, he'll still have no managerial experience. He'll still be running mm. the academy. Well, maybe. So, what difference does it make? Maybe a, a different job between now and then. Anyway, sum up today, Hugh. Well, Ross County and Kilmarnock both tried to stop Celtic and Rangers from scoring, which is reprehensible. But Celtic and Rangers rose above it to get goals in the second half. And I think that uh, Alfredo Morelos' goal starts a great debate over whether he should play on Tuesday. And the batter's great goal saw Celtic finish off in style and still on top of the league, 34 unbeaten. Yeah, busy day in the top flight Wins for Glasgow's big two A sore one for St Mirren up in Aberdeen Managerless Motherwell can't get the win And it rolls on to tomorrow An Edinburgh derby no less Dundee United Livy We look back on it all on Monday night from 6 So make sure you're here And George is up next with the GBX